You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Today we are starting a brand new series and uh, ang title po ng series natin is Forward. And for the next nine weeks, we're really going to talk about spiritual progress or, or growth. Now, how many of you here, you uh, like uh, hearing su- success stories? Yung mga inspiring stories. You know, uh, yesterday I'm reading this story of Erwin uh, Makua. I'm sh- I-, I hope I pronounce his name right. And this was featured, I guess, uh, last month in ABS-CBN. He's a security guard who who will graduate cum uh, laude. Hindi ko alam kung tapos yung graduation, no? But uh, he's going to graduate as cum laude in the same school where he is working. He's 38 years old and father of three. Pero kahit 38 years old na siya, nagsumikap siya na, mag, na mag-aral and at this year nga, gagraduate siya cum laude pa. Okay? And when I was reading that, I was really inspired. You know, it's not really the age, but it's really the heart. If you have the desire and if you ask God uh, in that article, he said, pray lang, determination. You know, if you have the favor and the grace of God, you know, you are not too old or not too young to fulfill the calling and destiny of God for your life. And so uh, I'm inspired by that. Now, instinctively, all of us, uh, we have desire for progress. Sa lahat po ng area ng buhay natin, gusto natin, it will not stay the same, it will not plateau. We want to see growth. How many of you here, you want to see progress in your marriage? Okay, married people. Gusto mo talagang every year, mas tumitindi yung pag-iibigan yung mag-asawa. Diba? Mas sweet kayo, mas corny kayo, mas cheesy kayo. Um, uh, we want to see growth when it comes to our children. We want to see them progress. Uh, our, our finances, our business, our studies, and in every area of our life, we want to see progress. And I hope when it comes to our uh, relationship with God, when it, when it comes to the things of the Spirit, I hope that the same desire that we have for progress in other areas will be the same uh, uh, you know, the same desire that we're going to have, if not greater, desire for progress. Yung relationship mo kay Lord ngayon, simula nang nasave ka, kamusta naman? Uh, is it, uh, do you see progress in your relationship with God? Do you see progress when it comes to your uh, knowledge of Him? And that's our desire. We want to uh, inspire you. We want to uh, pray that all of us, this year, we're going to see great, progress when it comes to our faith in God. And in sa series na toho, we're going to look at the story of Peter. We're going to look at his life and teaching, and we're going to look at his journey and draw out some lessons that we can learn uh, from his life that hopefully God will use to speak to us and to give us insights and, and do a transformation in our own hearts so that we will experience progress. So, lahat ng Bible character, I'm not sure who's your favorite character. Um, of course, top na yan si Jesus, of course, God, the Holy Spirit. But of all the Bible characters, I think I can relate the most with Peter. How many of you here ang favorite Bible character niyo si Peter? You know, the Bible... Uh, 
shows us the list of Jesus' 12 disciples. And you're going to find that in the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and the book of Acts. Now, ang similar po sa lahat ng list na to, the name of Peter is always the first mentioned. He, he stands out. He's the leader of the group. He's the spokesman of the group. He's a, a towering figure during that time. The book of Acts is the one who stood up, preached to the crowd, and the Bible says 3,000 people surrendered their life to Jesus. That's how powerful the, the, the life and the ministry of Peter. But if you study his life from the time that he was called, yan po si Peter, no, kakapost niya lang sa Facebook niya, sa movie na The Son of God. Uh, so just para lang meron tayong konting uh, imagination. Pag pinag-aralan po natin yung buhay ni Peter, uh, you're going to see that uh, his journey wasn't a perfect trajectory. I have here a, uh, 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 just a representation of his journey. Yung, yung journey po ni Peter is more like the one uh, below, not the one on top. It's not a straight line going up. How I wish, yan po yung istorya ng buhay natin. Ano? How I wish yan yung istorya ng journey natin kay Lord. Since the day you got saved, talagang puro straight line lang. But you know yung storya po ni Peter, it was a series of highs and lows, ups and downs. But it was progressing. It was progressive the whole time. Pero mara, pag ganun-ganun lang, roller coaster. Uh, Peter, uh, nung after three years of walking with the Lord, he made a bold statement. When the first time Jesus called Peter, he was a man who is, who is bold, outspoken, impulsive, and undependable. Siya yung mabilis magsalita, hindi nag-iisip masyado. Tapos outspoken, yung lahat ma-opinion masyado. May kilala ba kayong gano'n? Huwag nyo nalang ituro ho, ano? Yung hindi nag-iisip masyado, so banat ng banat. So one time, magkasama sila ni Jesus, in-explain niya sa mga disciples, you know, uh, I, will, uh, I, will, uh, I will be crucified, I will die, but after three days, I will rise again. Nirebuke siya ni Peter. Huwag ka nagsasalita ng ganyan, Jesus. <laughs> Grabe, ano? <laughs> Ang bold. He's the only disciple who rebuked the Lord. <laughs> And in return, he was rebuked by Jesus and was called Satan. <laughs> Sabi sa kanya, get behind me, Satan. So, can you imagine? Grabe yung, sa discipleship journey ni Peter, grabe yung mga rebuke na inabot niya kay Lord. Uh, one time, nung, mga, nung sinasabi na ni Lord, mahuhulihin na siya, ikocrucify siya, sabi niya, hindi kita iwanan. Mamatay na kung mamatay. Tapos, nung nahuli si Lord, sabi ni Peter, takbo si Peter. Tapos, three times, dininay si Lord. He was very impulsive, very undependable when God first called him. That's Peter. And that was his journey. But you know what, 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 what encouraged me with the life of Peter is that in spite of that, you know, Jesus gave him a nickname. Wala akong nickname eh. Ang pangalan ko, Ryan Tan. Seven letters, pangalan na tapilyado na. Kaya na nagkaanak kami, minature ko, mahaba ang pangalan. Francesca Zarbel Kasipitan. Bawi! So si Peter, ang totoong pangalan niya, Simon Bar-Jonah, the son of Jonah, or sometimes mentioned as John. Nung nakilala siya ni Lord na ganun, sabi sa kanya, alam mo Peter, simula ngayon, ah, Simon, you will be called Peter, or stone, or rock. It was a prophetic declaration and a perpetual reminder of the kind of man that God wants him to be. Ngayon, medyo unstable ka, Peter. Ano, hindi kita mapicture. Uh, medyo 
masyado kang mapapel. <laughs> Pero first first to to get in, first time to also step out. Pero I, I, I'm declaring, you're going to be a stone. You're going to be a rock. Okay? If God will give you a nickname, what nickname do you want to have? Diba? Cotton. <laughs> the rock. Pero what's encouraging with him, ganun siya nag-start, pero he never stayed that way. You know, the same way, maybe you're, you are here right now and you're doubting the calling of God in your life. Maybe you're doubting the purpose and the plan of God for your life because of the imperfections that you see in yourself. And maybe you're thinking, ako, magiging leader, labo. Mainitin nga ulo ko ngayon eh. May bumati lang ng buho ko. Ma- oh. Ako, I- I'll be a godly man. I'll be a godly husband. Wish ko lang ah. Ako, I will be a preacher of the gospel. Parang hindi anlayo. You can picture yourself now from where you are to where God wants you to be. And I just want to illustrate this very quickly. I just want to call Will uh, again on stage. When I called Will, he's not yet here. So it, it was a journey from where he was seated. So tayo muna siya, nag muna si Will. Lumakad muna ng konti, tumakbo na, tapos umakit ng stage. You know, the same way with us, when God called you, you are not yet there. When God called you, it would take a journey from where you are to where God wants you to be. Parang ganun din tayo, when God called you, it will take a journey. God is never surprised by your imperfections. And it's, it's, it's more than that, what God is looking for is progress. Everyone say progress. Ang tanong, may, are you moving forward? Because if you're moving forward, no matter how small or slow it may seem, but if you are moving, you are going to fulfill your destiny in God. You're going to get there. So it's not about having a perfect track record, but it's about journeying with God. And that's what we're going to talk about in this series. Spiritual progress. Now, in order for us to move forward... Uh, we need to become people of the Word. If you have your Bible with you, we're going to look at First Peter chapter 2, and we're going to read verse 2 and 3. And here's Peter writing to the church. He said, Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. In other translation, like the New King James Version, it says, As newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the Word. Desire the pure milk of the Word. Now, First uh, Peter is a letter of encouragement that Peter wrote to Christians who are going through suffering and persecution. So they're, they're living in the midst of a pagan culture, people who are ignorant of the Lord, and so, because they are living differently, they were being persecuted. And they are suffering. So, uh, Peter wrote them this letter of encouragement. In chapter 4, Peter even mentioned, he said, If you are suffering as a Christian, don't be surprised as if something strange is happening to you. It's part of the journey. If you are encountering persecution, it's not strange. If you are uh, going through suffering, don't be surprised. But rejoice because that suffering will be turned into glory. And so there's this series of encouragement. And another another encouragement of Paul is the verse that we read. He said, uh, devour the word and grow in the word. And 
basically that's what we want to encourage all of you for this week one of this series. For us to crave for the word. To devour the word. And we're going to look at the importance of that. Uh, I, I like how Peter com, uh, described us. He said, like newborn infants. And Peter likened the believers to newborn infants. Yesterday, uh, Pastor Dennis dedicated the son of Val, uh, my office mate here, yung first na anak po nila si Anton. Ayan. Si Anton po yung nasa left, no? hindi po si nasa right. Alam, pag mga baby talaga, na no? super cute. Sobrang cute. Now, can you imagine kung si JR, yung dad po niya, he's still acting and thinking like Anton. Pero siya na yung dad. <laughs> can you imagine kung ganun pa rin siya, di ba? Para paggutom, sumihan na, milk, milk. 30 plus na, acting like a, a, a baby. Hindi po siya nakakatuwa, ano? Actually, nakakabother. <laughs> Tsaka nakaka, nakakakaba yun, ano? Parang uh, safe ba tayo dito? Now, it's not cute. Something is wrong. We just know, instinctively. If we see somebody who's already an adult, yet acting like a baby, we just know something is wrong. Because we're not only supposed to grow old, we're supposed to grow up. But sadly, there are people in church who... After many years of attending church, they're growing old, but they're not growing up when it comes to their relationship with the Lord. That's why Peter said, don't let that happen to you. Like newborn infants, crave for the Word. Long for the Word. Don't just grow old. Grow up. Don't just stay in the church for many years, but make sure you're growing in your relationship with the Lord. And uh, yung word na long, ang other word po dyan, yung crave. Meron ba sa inyo dito may kinikrave kayong food right now? Naiisip nyo na ngayon. You know, yesterday my wife was craving for Japanese food after a uh, long day at work. So paglabas niya, pagod na pagod siya, parang medyo stress, gusto niyang mag-unwind. Nagkululong siya ng Japanese food. Pero yung restaurant from where she was, it would be like 15 to 20 minutes walk and she was wearing high heels. Pero sobrang nagkikrave po siya. She went out of her way and walked. On a runway. <laughs> so, kain siya, tapos pinikap ko na lang siya doon. Tapos, nung pabalik na siya ng kotse, gumaganog. <laughs> Kasi ang sakit na, no? Pero sabi ko, grabe yan, no? iba yung nagagawa ng craving. That's how it looked like. Whatever it takes, pag may craving ka, you will go out of your way and be willing to be inconvenient just to have it. And I think that's the picture of, uh, of that verse. When Peter uh, gave that encouragement to the church, I know uh, maybe you are not in a very comfortable situation right now. Maybe there's a lot of things going on. But I want to encourage you, stay, is, is, is stay, your, stay hungry for the word. Long for the word, crave for the word, do whatever it takes. Natandaan ko po nung nasa Lucena pa ako, meron ako isang victory group member na student. Yung bahay po nila sobrang liit, pero sobrang dami nila. So pag natutulog sila, yung, yung pag may bumangon, gumagano, parang gumagano lahat, nadadala nila. 
So there's really no place for him to read the word, meditate the word, and pray. So you know what, what, what he was doing at the time? He will wake up very early around 5 a.m. and he will go to the toilet and meditate there while seated on the throne. Grabe, sabi niya. Looking back, sabi niya, yun yung, some of my most powerful encounter in the Lord happened there. Wala talaga eh. But I want to, he's craving for the word. I will not allow my situation or my location to dictate my hunger for the word. If I need to wake up early, I'll do it. If I need to stay in that small space, even if I don't like the smell, I will do it. You know why? Because I value the word of the Lord. At the end of the day, it comes to that. Whether we value the word. You know, it's amazing kasi lahat tayo busy. Ano? Wala pa ako namimit na hindi busy tao. Lahat busy. Ganun ang ganun. Ang daming ginagawa. Sanay na sanay tayo, sobrang daming nangyayari. In fact, it's very difficult right now for many people just to be still in one place. It's increasingly becoming a challenge to be in a place where it's quiet. 10-15 minutes torture because we're, we're so used to a busy environment, so many things happening. And the idea of us being in the presence of God, reading the Word and praying, challenging because we're, we're busy. But you know, if you think about it, no matter how busy we are, it's amazing that we don't miss our flight. Papupunta kami sa airport two or three hours ahead dapat early, but it's amazing, people are there. No matter how busy we are, you know, we don't get late, we don't get late for movies. Kaya, no? You know why? Because it's an issue of value, of priority. If something is valuable, we make time for it. Now, there's a book uh, written by Bill Hybels. The title po ng book is Courageous Leadership. And in one of the chapters, he talked about spiritual pathways or ways where people feel connected to God. Iba-iba po daw yung wiring natin. Some people, they feel closer to God. They feel connected to God through during worship. You know, there's a couple I, I talked to one time. Sabi ko, oh, you've been coming to church na for many, many months. Sabi, buti bumabalik kayo. So, medyo nag-fish ako ng konti. So, what do you like about church? Niisip ko, baka sabihin niya, preaching. Sabi niya, pastor, yung worship. Pag nag-worship, hindi ko maintindihan, pero sobrang iyak kami ng iyak nung, nung husband ko. We feel very much connected to the Lord. It's like, um, ano pa? <laughs> Worship. <laughs> okay. So, people, they, they feel connected. Some people, they feel connected when they are uh, outside, pag nature, pag nakikita nila yung creation, na, na-amaze sila, wow, totoo ka, Lord. Some people, they feel close to God when they serve or when they go to mission or when they are in fellowship with other believers, when they see other people, when they talk, hear encouraging uh, stories, pray for one another, they feel close to God so they don't want to be alone. Now, that, all these things are good and it helps us get connected to God, but there is simply no substitute for the Word of God. If we want to grow in the Lord, we need the word of the Lord. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Man does not live on bread alone, uh, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Can you imagine not eating for days? Two, three days? Misan nga, isang meal lang yung mamiss natin, di ba hindi na tayo concentrate. Sobrang irritable ka na. 
Lumayo nga kayo sa akin. Nagma-migraine ka na. You don't feel good. You feel sick. You feel weak. And you cannot move. You know, in the same way, the reason sometimes there are Christians na parang sobrang weak, no? Pag may temptation, talagang bigay kaagad. Why? You know, if we don't go to the Word, if we don't quote-unquote eat the Word, we will feel sick, weak, and eventually we're going to die. The Bible says, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So if you don't eat on a daily basis. Another thing I want to uh, highlight from that verse that we read, Peter said, Long for the pure spiritual milk. Pure. Everyone say pure. It means without error or dishonest intent. It's truth. And that is so important, especially today, where there's so many uh, fake news. So the other day, I was watching this video where they showed how a group of people actually staged a bombing. I think it was in Syria. So they, they showed this video where uh, some people actually set up a bomb explosion. They, they put a bomb on a car. Tapos pag lumayo sila, pagsabog po nung car, ta- ang daming taong tumakbo. Then they started lying on the ground. And some people started uh, parang pan- kunwari, nagpa-panic sila and all. And so that's what they showed in the news. So many people on the ground, lying there, ambulance, some people crying and, and going hysterical. But actually, it never happened. It was staged. Fake news. And as I was watching that, uh, I realized that's also the same way when it comes to uh, our, our spiritual life. That's also how the enemy is working. In our life. Every day he floods us with fake news. Alam yung style ng demonyo. We're going to look at Genesis later. What he'll do is he's going to flood us with lies, accusation, exaggeration, deception, so that we will start believing contrary to what God is saying to us. And in that way, we're being pulled away from God. So, pag wala tayong basihan ng truth, it would be easy for us just to believe, just like what's happening now. So many reposts, so many retweet, basta lumabas sa Facebook, uy, legit. We just copy, we just believe, but sometimes we have no way of really uh, proving if this is real or not. Fake news ba to? Pinaniniwalaan ko. You know, the same way, if you don't have the Bible, we will be easily fooled by the devil. You know, in Genesis chapter uh, 3, beginning in verse 1, this is the fall. It says, Now the serpent, uh, serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? Pero ang sabi naman ni Lord, You know, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden except for this one. But when the enemy showed up, he said, did God really say you're not free to eat from any tree? So that is a distortion of God's word. That's an exaggeration. Then verse 4, But the serpent said, uh, serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, 
And that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate and she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Exaggeration, deception, accusation. And he's still doing that today and many are still falling for it. If we don't know the word, we will be lied to and fooled all the time. So, hindi na natin alam. So, kung ba nakuha to? Tama ba to? That's why we need the Word of God. That's why Peter was exhorting them. Especially as you go through trials and suffering, that will be the time when the enemy will try to accuse God to you. That will be the time that the enemy would question the promises of God that you receive. The enemy would try to question the Word that you believe. And if you are not grounded in the truth, you will be swayed and you're going to believe a lie. That's why uh, Peter said, if you want to grow in your relationship with God, if you want to be strong in your faith, long for the Word. Long for the Word. In John chapter 8, verse 31 to 32, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed Him, If you abide in My Word, you are truly My disciples, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You will be free. Some people cannot move forward because they are held and imprisoned by a lie. There's so many uh, wrong beliefs that's holding them back. That's why they cannot be all in. Bakit Lord, bakit hindi ako maka-move forward sa iyo? Bakit hindi ko masunod yung pinapagawa mo sa akin? Why can't I forgive those who have hurt me? Why can't I trust you in the area of finances? Why can't I surrender to you my plans for my future? Lord, bakit? And, and sometimes we, we, we don't know where it's coming from. We're not set free. That's why Paul, uh, Peter said, be grounded in the Word. You know, last thing as we end, uh, in verse 3 said, uh, long for the pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. And I like that word, tasted. It talks about our encounter with the Lord, our experience with the Lord. This is not just something I read. This is something that I encounter. This is something that I experienced. I've tasted it. I've tasted that the Lord is good. You know, and now that you've tasted that the Lord is good, how do you grow that relationship? It says, crave for the word. You know, someone said that God's word is Christ's love letter to us. How many of you here nakareceive na po kayo ng love letter nung bata pa kayo? Ilan sa dito nagsulat na kayo ng love letter? Nasinunog nyo. <laughs> During the courtship stage ng wife ko, nagsis, nagpapalitan po kami ng message tsaka ng love letter. Actually, some of the love letters that my wife gave me is still with me. Binabasa ko po pag nag-away kami. Pero during that time na no, nagliligawan kami, alam mo yung we encountered each other, we like each other, pero during the courtship stage, pag may nare-receive kaming message, iba eh. Alam mo, paulit-ulit mong binabasa. And the more you receive a message and the more you, the, you read it, the more you grow in love. So kami parang, oh my gosh. Wife ko to, hindi ako. 
Ano talagang paulit-ulit? Bakit niya sinabi to? Bakit capital letter? Bakit? Yung lahat may meaning eh. Ba- bakit one-fourth piece of paper? <laughs> Iba when you receive a, a word. You know, as I think about that, that's the same way with our relationship with God. How do you grow in your love with God? When you daily read the word. When you know more who God is. When you know more what God has done for you. When you know more God's will and ways. You fall in love more and more. Your trust grows. Your increase. Your, your faith increase as well. That's how you grow in your relationship with the Lord. Now some people don't crave for the word. Because they've lost their appetite. Yung, yung daughter ko po, sometimes papalam sa akin, Dad, can I eat ice cream or chocolate or candy before lunch or dinner? My standard answer is no, because I know she's going to lose her appetite. She's not going to eat. And sometimes, ganun din tayo, parang, gusto ko naman magbasa ng Bible, pero ba't wala akong craving? Eh kasi sinisira mo yung appetite. You know, sometimes, our appetite is destroyed because we spend more time with our cell phone than with the Word. Last January, according to one survey, the Philippines is the number one country in the world when it comes to number of hours spent spent in front of the phone. Average of four to five hours a day. No wonder, parang, wala, wala akong time magbasa eh. And now, sometimes, some people don't have the craving for the word because they haven't tasted it yet. In that case, we need to be born again. I want to end with this verse in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23 to 25. It says, For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scriptures say, people are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. You know, we cannot convert people. Only Jesus can make people born again. Only Jesus can give us a new heart, a new life, a new identity, a new operating system, everything new. That's why the Bible says, if you encounter the Lord, you will experience a born-again experience. It's not joining a religion. It's you experiencing a transformation. And when you experience and taste that the Lord is good, you will crave for His Word. And that's my prayer for all of us today. Maybe for some, ang prayer natin, Lord, bigyan mo ako ng hunger for the Word. Just like Job, sabi niya, I treasure God's Word more than my daily bread. Wag na ako makakain ng breakfast, okay lang, but I will not miss my time in the Word. I value God's Word more than my daily bread. Parang paliligo, hindi ka mapakali, parang may kulang. Yung iba hindi makasyado makarelate, na parang parehas lang naman, Pastor. <laughs> Pero minsan may ganun, hindi ka, uh, you know, my prayer is that we will come to that point wherein, Every day, pag di tayo nakabasa ng Bible, something's missing. I have to spend time with God. I want to hear God. I want to grow in my relationship with the Lord. And for that to happen, we need to be born again, or we need to ask God to give us that hunger. Amen? Lord, that's our prayer. We ask you only for one thing this afternoon. And that is, Lord God, for us to have a heart that longs for your word. Lord, give us a heart that that craves, that hunger for your word. That we will value your word more than our daily bread. We will value your word more than social media. We will value your word more than sleep. That we will do whatever it takes in order for us to have that moment of solitude. 
a moment of silence. Lord, you said in your word, be still and you will know that I am God. Lord, teach us to be still. Not to always be on the run. Always running from one appointment to the other. Busy. Consumed with a lot of things. Lord, teach us to be still. Teach us every day to come to you. To read your word. To crave for your word. Lord, make us men and women of the word. I pray we will be grounded in your truth so that we will not be swayed to the left and to the right by all kinds of teachings and wrong beliefs, Lord. I pray, Lord God, we will be grounded in the word, that your word will become our filter where we base the truth, where your word will be the blueprint of our lives. Teach us, Lord God, to align ourselves to you. That every time we read the Bible, it's not because we're looking for verses or principles that can help us with what we're doing. No, Lord, when we read the Word, we want to know You. We want to be aligned to Your heart. We want to have the mind of Christ. Lord, I pray we will not be stuck. For some of us here, we've been attending church for many years. I pray, Lord God, we will not remain babies. That we will not only grow old, I pray we will all grow up. Lord, we need your word every single day. Thank you, Lord. And as we read the word, God, I pray that you will open the scripture. That you will help us understand the word, Lord God. Whether we're elementary or high school, we will understand the word. Whether magaling kami sa English or Hindi, we will understand the word. Because it's not about our ability to comprehend. It's about the humility of our heart to, to come to you and learn from you, Lord. Lord, kung meron sa amin dito, you who are, are yet to encounter you and taste that the Lord is good, I pray this will be the day, Lord, that they will encounter you. That they will experience what the Bible is talking about, that born-again experience. Lord, I pray, God, that they will have a new heart, a new spirit, a new identity, a new destiny. Thank you, Lord. Bless your word. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.